What's up, bra? <laughs> Surf's up. <laughs> Surf's up. <laughs> All right, I'm Cece Ciccone. And I'm Kelsey Woolman. And this is Go Bigger Go Decom. Yes, and today we are tackling the classic Johnny Tsunami, premiered in 1999. Okay, but here's the weird thing, is that on Disney+, Plus, it's widescreen. It, Did you... I thought the same. That's my first note. It's widescreen. It's but my first note. Kelly yeah. was full screen, which is the square right so why did they decide to change johnny tsunami and not cadet kelly because i think cadet kelly is like a bigger deal right like i would love to see their streaming numbers like give me access to your numbers disney plus but like which one gets streamed more i'm sure their most streamed decom of all time has to be high school musical it's oh it has to be it's the decom to end all decoms it has to be high school musical but um i gotta be honest i I think cam brock is pretty I, I've streamed Camp Rock recently. I have not, but I definitely watched it when it came out. I had a party at my house for the Camp Rock 2 premiere, so. We were kind of old for that. I was like, yeah, we were like in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. A lot of people came. <laughs> I was going to say, because Camp Rock was more like my sister Sophia is eight years younger than me. Yeah. And she a, was like super into Camp Rock. I had a friend in high school who was just a really, really big Demi Lovato fan. And so we, we threw it like kind of as a joke. We we're like, let's throw a party for the Well, Camp and Rock the Jonas Brothers. Because yeah, the jo- people like the Jonas was I, yeah. yeah. All right, so, but we're yes. not talking about Camp Rock today. No, sorry. We are talking about Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Tsunami. So yes, it is widescreen. Um, came out in 1999. Our first scene as yeah. we open, we're in Hawaii. Johnny Tsunami is actually the grandfather. So our namesake is not our main character. His name is, they're both legally named Johnny Capahala. Right. The grandfather's nickname is Johnny Tsunami. We learned that is because there was a plane crash beyond the reef. Um, they live on the North Shore of Oahu, and the Johnny Tsunami paddled out on his board, saved all three people from the plane crash by himself. And, and he kind of becomes a legend. Scene. Yes, a living he legend. He gets the name legend. Johnny Tsunami. He gets a surfing medal that they give to the greatest surfer. Yeah, absolutely. And he still has it. And in case listeners forgot or don't know, uh, Kelsey actually lives in Hawaii, but not on Oahu. No, I do live on Oahu. You do live on Oahu? Yeah. Is that the big Oahu. island? No, the big island is the big island. Uh, Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah. So everyone calls it the big island, the island of Hawaii. But Honolulu is on Oahu. Oahu, yep. Okay, so now that we uh, cleared <laughs> that up, Kelsey is basically uh, Johnny Kapahala. Um, I'm nev- no, I'm not. I've never surfed. Never surfed. <laughs> my family is also not from Hawaii, so I'm not Johnny Capahala. Johnny Capahala, our first main character of color. Oh, interesting. So that's an important color of friendship was after, or oh, I didn't mean chronologically. I meant that we've covered in. Oh yeah, yeah, that we've covered. I don't and, know. And you know, th- that's something that's that's going to be very important for us. You know, as we're kind of walking through these, because um, I, I made a note. Spoiler. Well, we'll we'll get there um but there's several kind of like decom tropes that Mm -hmm. are really really big in in this film in particular and I think like the first one that comes up that struck me was like the absentee workaholic dad father yeah the parenting is 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 and it's covered in this I think it did a really good job in a way that teen beach movie did not cover any adult conflicts they this do have really a an arc, have... a character mm-hmm. arc, a, a some development, some, which I think is really important because if you think about like as kids, that moment when you realize that like your parents aren't perfect is like, yeah. can like your world can just like come crashing down. And that like your parents were kids because he is dealing with his relationship with his father, his relationship with his grandfather and his father's relationship with his grandfather so to think of it not just as like everyone surrounding me but also everyone has their own interpersonal relationships absolutely a big thing for a kid yeah and you know I, I think this this idea that like the and and it is it's we saw it in teen beach movie too where a teen beach movie as well also um where like the grandparent it kind of is like this source of refuge 
and mm-hmm. like where the the kid feels understood by a grandparent in a way that he doesn't feel understood by his parents and I think that's very interesting but um coming back to like the beginning of this movie right away his dad like I don't know like is is critical of his own father Johnny's grandfather um for not making money just like straight up straight up it's like you can't be a surfer like you're not gonna make money (laughs) grandpa has a gorgeous house on the north shore of oahu and And uh, he goes surfing every day like i think grandpa's doing okay yeah Um, there is so from grandpa's house we go directly to a surf an amateur surf competition right um where johnny kapahala so we should just call him johnny and i guess call grandpa grandpa for uh, yeah yeah that works for understanding's sake yeah um johnny just rips it and he goes, uh, Richter, and he, <laughs> he does incredibly well enough that we learn later there's a write-up about him in a surf magazine. Yeah, so someone has he, read about him. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. So he does great. And yes, he come, mom comes to the competition, grandpa comes to the competition, mm-hmm. and we go home, and dad is just, just clicking away Behind on that the old computer. keyboard. The keyboard that is randomly in the middle of the living room. Did you notice where his desk was? Just like the center yeah, of the living room. Absolutely. Why? It's it's um, open concept. And dad's <laughs> like, dad's like, I had to stay here and write some code. Just like the right while like, you were off, just surfing your life away. Right. They're like, it's the '90s. What's the opposite of a surfer? It's a computer guy, and he writes code on his white <laughs> Macintosh. <laughs> yeah, not Silicon Valley startup. Yeah, place. and and Johnny <laughs> tries to connect. Johnny's like, what you know? What are you working on? That school project? I'm not, I don't understand the school software at all. For the record, I don't I either. Understand. But in comes another trope which is the evil private school. <laughs> yes, he's, yes, we learn. Well, his dad, the first thing he searches is like, what, what, how much money does professional surfers make? And we learn not a lot. And then that's where the money aspect comes in. Yeah. Then uh, Johnny goes up to his room, mom comes in. And again, mom is like, you really need to tell him. We need to just tell our children that we're moving. What we is, okay, so, so, right. So, so we have the, the moving which plays a major role in a lot of decons is what we're yes. learning. Um, because th- this is, we've done three episodes. This is the third one. With a we're move moving. involved. In some aspect. <laughs> which is nuts. Yeah. I, I mean, think about it. High School Musical has it. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. Uh, we'll I'll be surprised going. when no one moves. But yes, the, the private school versus public school, again, is huge. These private school kids are the worst. But, but they, they're awful. leaving in a week. And they haven't told him. And they, how do you not, like, were they not packing anything? They just, they haven't even gone through their possessions at all. I have no idea. Absolutely ridiculous. So he takes it so well. He really does. He's just like, because well, just like Cadet Kelly. mm -hmm. He's just like, okay. The next morning they do tell him that they're leaving. And he's like, I just want to go surf with my friends. He tells his friends on the beach. Again, he takes it super well. He talks with his grandpa on the beach that night. I'm Grandpa's, so glad he has his grandpa. His grandpa is such a great grandpa. And the best. I say, he's looking good. He <laughs> he does look good. And interestingly, I don't know if you picked this up, and obviously they're not biologically related, but Johnny does not look like his dad. Not at all. But he does look like his grandpa. Yes. Which I think is like super cute. So. I think, yeah. That is cute. <laughs> um, his, so grandpa was born, the actor who plays grandpa was born in 1950 so at the time of shooting this was not even 50 years old it was like 28 and uh the actor who plays dad was born in 1959 so like late they're nine years apart they're nine years apart so funny um and so so they move next day they move that's it they're like he has a talk with his grandpa grandpa's really positive about it again grandpa's grandpa's like try to look on the good side of everything uh move he forgot to pack a coat in his like bag for the actual moves so he but, like, up just do his, people like, in hawaii even have coats i mean i would guess no if you've lived here your whole life probably yeah, not his mom must have had to has to buy him a coat <laughs> so yeah so so they move johnny goes the first day of school private school for some reason he does not have a uniform i was so confused because <laughs> 
they no one said anything to him he's wearing like a long sleeve tee it's very late 90s he's wearing a long sleeve tee with like two stripes across it a whole unbuttoned hawaiian shirt over that because you have to layer it to show that you are a cool person obviously in in the late 90s early 2000s and um he's walking around school and no one is saying anything like where is your uniform so i was like is everyone else just choosing to dress like this we learned later yeah. that his uniform just hadn't shown up yet but they could have said something earlier because i was confused. well and i have a question for you which we might get to in passion for fashion um <laughs> but do people in hawaii wear hawaiian shirts or is that just like a a lot of men uh like who work in office jobs do especially like they have aloha friday or you would wear them or then just like a lot of office jobs you can just wear them every day when I worked uh in an office job here one of the jobs I worked at we had Aloha Friday so it was like a casual Friday and you could wear your you could wear your Hawaiian shirt awesome all right so, so he's, yes, he's at this pretty common school. and yes and he's, he's at the private school we're introduced to Brett who could just be described as the absolute worst he's got the spiky tips He's like late 90s and he's just awful. Everything about him is the worst. He sees him and he's immediately the worst. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something in his eyes that you can just see. <laughs> he yes. has bad thoughts. <laughs> yes. It's just um, not th- nothing good is happening. Oh, and I want to say they tell them that they're moving east. And he says right. back east, like Kauai. And Kauai is the westernmost of the Hawaiian island chain. Okay, so Johnny is not smart. Johnny's not that great. Uh, at but they actually moved to Vermont, which is they, yes. uh, their I, I don't believe New in, England. Yes, I don't believe in Vermont. You, do you like maple syrup? It's fine. No, I don't actually. I, I don't like it's sticky. I don't like to be sticky. Okay, but, well, you don't drink coffee. But right. um, I live with someone from Canada and she put me on to putting maple syrup in coffee mm. and I did it on Thanksgiving for the first time a couple of year, years ago wow what a core memory it's very good very good okay. uh if so I highly ever drink coffee I'll like it no I just like who's ever been to Vermont who's from Vermont I don't believe I that. I have been to Vermont <laughs> and I know people from Vermont what what are- my mother-in-law okay. is from Vermont actually <laughs> and she's great shout out to Jam. um <laughs> But yeah, oh, Xenon's here. We're in the classroom. Okay, and so Xenon's there. Well, okay, we're going to meet him later. Kirsten Storm is here. What an amazing name, Kirsten Storm. She is, I looked her up because I was looking everybody up. Um, Yeah, you have to. You kind of want, well, okay, go on. She's, oh, I was just saying, she's still working. She's been doing soap soap opera acting for like 20 years now. That's pretty awesome. I, I feel like, like a lot of them just kind of stopped you know they they hit yeah. 18 20 Our, years old right. and, and they were just like no um actually I, I have a friend who was a child actor he was in uh the little rascals and um Gosh. he uh he, he's a cpa now <laughs> <laughs> i love that like the, the, the most like not exciting although yes, you, would, um, you would probably beg to differ so xenon's there um and she lists the Hawaiian islands. She actually lists it wrong. She doesn't say Nihau, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, she how, lists, how many she lists, islands are there? There's eight in the main island chain. Eight. There's other smaller ones um, beyond it, but there's eight in the main Hawaiian chain. She only lists yeah. seven, which is Nihau. Um, yeah. So Johnny's kind of obviously desperate to make friends. Uh, doesn't have anybody. Anyone- would be who's moving and joining a new school in what I would presume is the middle of the year. Yeah, probably. And I mean, he doesn't have anyone to sit with at lunch, uh, but he finds out that private school kids ski. Yes. Well, first Brett and Brett's crony, who I don't know if he got a name, um, invite him to go skiing. And then they're mean and they push him down the hill. And it's again, a, a falling down the hill, just like Cadet Kelly right mm-hmm. into uh it well obviously it's not a surf shop uh it's this yeah it's this the ski store run by robbie who just did not like him from the start which he was he did not go for a whole display so i can yeah understand pretty understandable why. um i a line that came to mind in this uh scene was from toy story when woody says that wasn't flying that was falling with style because <laughs> <Yes, definitely. laughs> he definitely was not skiing <laughs> i was gonna but. say based on this scene i do not think the actor who played johnny capahala did his own stunts oh yeah i actually thought that throughout the movie because there's just 
way too many technical things. Um, but it's it just... is a perfect, because your whole face is covered, skiing and snowboarding, oh, yeah. it's super easy to do body doubles. Yeah, well, and because at, at different times, even, spoiler alert, when he gets better at snowboarding, um, you know, they're like going between trees and stuff, which... There are so many montages, skiing montages, snowboarding montages, falling montages. They're pretty awesome. There are a lot. Um, and I had a question, another question for you, Kelsey. Have you ever gone sledding? Sledding? Yes. Yeah. You yes. have. All in right. college. In the snow, yes. In college. 18 years old. I, there, there wasn't snow. Or, I grew up in New Orleans. But uh, you went to Michigan no fairly there. often, right? Yes. Normally in November for hunting season and Thanksgiving. Okay. So there's not normally snow on the ground. And then, yeah, in college, we went to college together in Washington, D.C. There was snow there pretty frequently in the winter frequently I felt like because I was from New Orleans um and so yes I went snud I went sledding there so yeah nice. it, I mean I went sledding on cardboard down a hill in when I was a child col- oh as a child yeah like not on snow but like on a piece of cardboard you can go down a hill okay <laughs> not the same I've uh, also never skied or snowboarded have you ever skied or snowboarded yeah I, I've actually gone skiing quite a bit I tried oh. snowboarding once um just after getting good at skiing it was so different I just I I couldn't deal with not being able to move my feet <laughs> um but interestingly again as we've covered in the past we are both private school uh grads mm-hmm. and uh as we learn in the film private school kids ski public and school kids school snowboard kids snowboard yes that is what we learned and the we learned the mountain is divided down the middle mm-hmm. one side is for the skiers one side is for the snowboarders never the two shall meet and also the best runs are on the skiers side obviously obviously in yeah. real life are skiers and snowboarders just on the same hill yeah of course they're on yeah. the same hill <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> of course <laughs> yeah no it's it's a good time um Oh, but... he gets home from skiing and falling down with the uh, the skies. That's what we call the mm-hmm. private school kids. And his mom is like, where were you? Like, just how, how's it going? And he's like, oh, yeah, I went skiing after school. Because it was the 90s where you just went skiing and you didn't tell your parents where you were going after school. And yeah, and skiing like, okay expensive. with it. Right. How did he pay for that stuff in the store? No idea. I don't know. And his parents were just like, oh, cool. You went skiing after school. And I was just like, things have changed. Yeah things have changed since the night well I mean but but what would a decom be if you had to ask your parents before you did everything <laughs> right and if money was an object like whoa suddenly we don't have a decom <laughs> so um he does get his uniform in he goes to school the next day he chooses to wear a Hawaiian shirt instead of the uniform shirt he gets amazing. sent to the principal's office we learn that the principal is Emily who is played by uh Kirsten Storm who is Xenon girl of the 21st century and it's her um, mom anyway it's her dad dad i'm sorry <laughs> who yeah. is doing but, but just a- to be clear xenon is not the principal xenon no. <laughs> is, is uh, a fellow student because yes. um, yeah and the principal is doing a christopher walken impression if i have ever heard one amazing and um yeah so he's pretty critical not a not a, not a nice dude not my uh, favorite fun. guy so then yes on the bus home he meets Sam, he being Johnny, meets Sam, some other public school kids. They go by the urchins. They go to Maple Valley. So there's your syrup for you. Yeah. So the the urchins, uh, Sam has a really awesome hat. A um, really awesome hat. <laughs> I don't even know how, how to describe it. You know, it's one of those ones that has like a bunch of tubes sticking out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Sam is played by uh, this. And, and of course, I didn't write his name down, but the same guy that played Jet Jackson. Yes. He, um, Jet Jackson also gets his own decom. Yeah. So we'll definitely be. We'll uh, that is another theme back. is ending Disney Channel original shows with a decom. There's a yeah, lot. You, you know, it, there are uh, Proud Family, even Stevens, um, Wizards of Waverly Place, Sweet Like a Sweet, sweet Life, like Zach and Cody. Um, we can add Lizzie McGuire, although it's not a decom. It's an, mm, I don't know, but don't but know. they still ended it with the movie. But they did that one was just, I mean, High School Musical 3 was in theaters, so they're yeah. they're we're gonna have to decide what to do with those. So, so he plays the same actor that played by that played. Jet Jackson, and uh, I lo- I looked this one up. 
um he, he died in 2013 did you come across that i did, I did not he died by him. suicide in 2013 that is so sad so wow. that that was just kind of a little bit of a um and he was of so, a shocker yeah um so but again he's this is another one of those tropes where we have a black best friend yes and i we do sam is indeed he becomes our best friend he teaches us how to snowboard he teaches us a lot um he and he i thought he did so great it was very fresh prince of bel-air influenced i felt like his acting Mm. style it felt very that like 90s fresh prince type of very confident character yes very confident um you know kind of you know joking he, but he does, he takes him under his wing. He teaches him to surfboard. No, surfboard. <laughs> teaches him to snowboard. Um, um, J- Johnny makes the comment, just like surfing, but with snow. Um, it is not. Because again, from, from my one experience snowboarding, <laughs> you don't realize. So you think, you look at it and you're like, oh, that looks a lot like a skateboard. And so that was actually fun fact. We're, we're going to get to break, I, I know, eventually. But I was a skateboarder when i was in middle school and um and so yeah so i was like oh snowboarding skateboarding like very similar um they're not and and the biggest difference again is that you can't move your feet and you don't realize how difficult that is um and and how just unnatural because like your balance is totally thrown off um, and so I'd imagine it's the same thing with, with, uh, you know, um, with surfing Yes. that it, where you're able to move your feet. And so, yeah, so that's the, the, the line is keep your tips up. Keep your tips up. Yes. Exactly. Tips up. Uh, cause otherwise if your tips are down, you're just going to flop right over yourself. What does that mean? What are your tips? Oh, um, like, like the tip of the the um the surfboard the snowboard yeah because i didn't know what they meant i thought it was just an because you you don't realize it but you're actually leaning back like on your back foot as you slide down and then you use your front foot to like steer i understand Um, the physics behind it i've just never actually done it yeah it's it's funny it like growing up skiing i always thought that snowboarding was really easy (laughs) it was um, not it is not and so yeah it's just kind of fun to see this um also uh i mentioned skateboarding so that's a little bit of a heads up uh that there is a sequel to this film uh, yes to this movie. there is johnny Capahala back on board mm-hmm. and so yeah we're gonna have Which to do i that don't one. really remember we will do that one i think eventually. that one's skateboarding isn't it i you know I or like longboarding is he in california i don't know well so we'll have to see. we go back to you know there's another school scene we're talking to emily and she in in the library and he's she's like we don't snowboard johnny it's very again teen beach movie with the the <laughs> gangs the rivalry she's just like of course we don't the snowboard. jets and the sharks exactly the it's private like, school kids and the public school kids oh well, i don't know if this was the same in new orleans when you were growing up but like we were very like suspect of the the public school kids. I don't know. It wasn't the there best. There are a lot of private schools in New Orleans, yeah. so there is there were enough that we could just be suspect of the other private school kids. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, um, we were like jerks. So so there then we, we go. take Emily snowboarding. Uh, she she does ask she is like what's snowboarding like and he says oh I don't think you could do it which I thought was mean but I guess he was I guess that was how we joke around with our friends in the 90s because she does go snowboarding in the next (laughs) scene she's like incognito she's not wearing her yellow all the skiers wear these big yellow puffer jackets they're like a little biker gang but of skiers and so she wears a black jacket this time to show that she's not skiing right now she's I'm obsessed with the ski patrol like for some reason ski patrol is like the villain is it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is like, ski oh, patrol no. a real thing because they're like yeah of course oh my gosh i'm yeah. learning so much today well because here's the thing we teach emily to snowboard emily falls down the mountain like off the side she's hanging off the side oh she's going yeah to die. that's right i have that in my notes <laughs> and um which by the way like when you actually go skiing like they make it very safe 
Like there's no falling off a cliff. They wouldn't just let teenagers just go where they're going to fall off a cliff randomly. You know what I'm saying? Like there's like runs, there's like poles and markers. Right. and And well, and if you think about a mountain, right, they have to clear trees yeah to make the runs and so your run is very defined by trees (laughs) not by cliffs (laughs) like it's ridiculous okay so she's hanging on by her fingertips uh, forward yeah sam walks to the edge tells johnny to stay back sam walks to the edge and he says emily we're gonna get help we're gonna come get you the edge falls out and sam falls down too he is now also hanging by his fingertips we are left with only johnny who needs to go and get cell phones, ski patrol because it's 1999 um go yes get ski patrol and he snowboards very well he falls we have a month kind of a montage of him going down he falls a couple times but he gets some mad air and he does end up snowboarding directly in front of ski patrol he's like my friends need help and ski, ski patrol's on it though he's like hop on the back show me where they are yep we we go up and um ski patrol is like I hope this rope reaches them, which I was like, it's not what I would have wanted. Not well equipped. He also needs Johnny's help, which is odd. Which is again, like, this is a child. (laughs) He's supposed to be like, what, like 14, 13, 14. They cannot be any older than 15. None of them drive, which means they can't be any older than 15. You know, and I think that's that's an important kind of ambiguity in a lot of the decoms is are they in middle school or are they in high school? And um, because that's I remember finding out that Lizzie McGuire was in middle school and being like, what? Like just my whole life, I really thought that she was a high school. Yeah. But she goes to Rome for her eighth grade graduation. Even Stevens at one point. Yeah, I think at one point, and even Stevens, Ren graduates eighth grade, and I thought Ren was like. Yeah, it is funny though going back and watching those now they do they seem very young one of my original notes in this was i thought they were much older than this yeah i remember being like these are some wise old high schoolers because 1999 this came out it was like just a little child absolutely so um to now realize they are they are just like yeah maybe 13 or 14 years old yeah Sam's dad, we, you know, we do rescue both of them. We rescue Emily first. She and Johnny are having a moment. And Sam's like, I'm still down here. <laughs> in his awesome hat. In his awesome hat. So glad we saved that hat. And then um, Sam's dad picks us up. And Sam's dad is like, you guys got really lucky out there. And I'm like, how did he know about this? They must have called him. They must have called him. And then um, we go home. Johnny's parents are upset because they'd worried he had gotten in trouble. They tell him he has to be really careful. People are placing a lot of blame for something that seems like just a big accident. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I think that just in general, parents uh, in DCOMs, you know, like they, they got to get angry at the kids. But interestingly, as kind of like the reaction, um, his dad says that he can't hang out with Sam anymore. Just, and then we learn Emily calls her dad from a payphone at the ski slope. So we mm-hmm. know that's how her dad found out, which I was like, oh, I love this payphone scene. Um, we learn her dad wasn't happy about it, doesn't want her to snowboard anymore. So basically, yeah, so there's blame being placed all around by adults, which again is not parenting I really approve of. No one was really doing anything wrong. Yeah, I mean, uh, but again, like, I don't know. It's very complicated. But I think, I think the hear- biggest thing is, is like blaming Sam yes is incorrect right Agreed. like absolutely um and I thought yeah. sam's dad handled it the best and blaming sam from people who two days ago did not realize that their son was even out skiing after school right and didn't mind then right probably because he was with the private school kids there is some amount of that from the adults well and, and that's exactly that. like my reaction is like okay so we're blaming the black public school kid At for what, what happened point? brett does say to johnny you're in america now hawaii like speak english and i was like oh so we're just i missed that that was rough yeah wow it was like so brett's just racist because i don't know how else to classify that specific line yeah it's um i don't know like i i guess that's kind of like a cool kid thing right is like tribalism like we've got our own um you know we, we don't need anybody else 
that that's something that's like very that people can be very proud of uh which is not how things should go we hear pete who is johnny's father's after um the conversation with johnny with both of his parents pete says i just don't want to end up like him to end up like my dad and i was like pete just really needs to have some conversations with his dad like Pete and yeah, really the, the just total, need to talk about it. The the dissonance between how everyone sees his father as this hero who, you know, very selflessly saved all these people, and the fact that his son just sees him as like a total deadbeat. Um, yeah. there's a lot of and stuff we, that needs to go on there. Now, obviously, we don't know anything about Pete's childhood, at least sure. at this point in time. Um, we do see only grandpa as a just devoted grandfather to Johnny. I yeah. mean, just supporting him. They'd snow they'd they'd surf together every day um he supported him in this move johnny calls johnny asked to call him johnny because he has to use the landline and probably pay long distance to call him <laughs> grandpa. Amazing. Um, you know asked to call him and johnny's in bed and the mom comes upstairs after the conversation with the grandfather and she s- says you know your dad just wants to be your the best dad to you that he can and and johnny is like surprised by this which is really sad to hear and mm-hmm. I don't think he's alone in that especially for a kid whose dad works so much yeah I, I think the there's this disconnection and I'm gonna did you ever see Breaking Bad yes okay so right there's this this sense of like I'm doing this for my family I'm doing this for my family I'm doing this for my family and that's the reason why I'm absent is actually because I love them so much and it gets really really messy between like is it because you love them so much is it because you're really proud of what you're doing is it because like what is it that's really driving it in the finale of Breaking Bad he says he finally says to Skylar he says this was for me absolutely which which i uh, which i knew but that's a great show it is a great show no no but like when he makes that like revelation yes right it's it's this but, everything that you thought that you knew from the first episode it's like oh no he he really was doing it for himself and so i i think it's very natural that johnny just sees his dad as this person who wants to be high achieving who wants to separate himself from his own father's achievements um but yeah of course and I he, imagine he his family. that that was also like you said separate himself from his own father's achievements I'm sure that was also hard on Pete growing up when your dad is the greatest surfer ever saved these people's lives we learned that that mm-hmm. happened uh, when Pete was just a baby and you are having to live in the shadow of that and he doesn't we learned that he doesn't enjoy surfing so it's also your dad's big passion is just something that you're not interested in Right. Well, and I think even if we look at, you know, the evil private school that he sends kids to, like, obviously, that's a very, like, that's the child's perspective, because we know that the parents are likely making great sacrifices um, yeah. and see themselves as giving their children great educations as a result. Um, but I, I think it's so funny that that's like the role that private school, uh, you know, that that it's always evil. <laughs> um we even see it in Glee. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's very much the the trope of like, this isn't your, this isn't my dream dad. It's yours. Right. As with the private school, because Pete does Right. Like, I don't want to be a rich kid. Like, I'm perfectly comfortable. Yeah. I wish like, I could have gone to a school like this. And I think Pete probably felt it from his dad to some extent. Sure. From grandpa of surfing. And he, surfing wasn't his dream. Right. So yeah there is absolutely and, and i mean there are people there are people who actually uh, do that to their kids so that's yeah. also a real a real trope to some extent well so then johnny and sam decide to run away <laughs> they leave a runaway note on a laptop from 1999 in microsoft word and it was awesome and where did they go kelsey they run away to hawaii they get on an air force plane sam's dad is in the Air Force, I presume he might be in the army. They get on a military plane mm-hmm. and they sneak on and hide on it. This is terrible security for our military. And That's they pre- land pre-9/11. on Oahu and they are just walking on the beach towards grandpa's house. How we got from the airplane to the beach, unknown. But it's amazing. It's we are there. Amazing. We see grandpa and he and he welcomes them, you know, with open arms. Um, in the next scene they're asleep on grandpa's like living room and um 
he's on the phone with dad and dad says something like, oh, and I bet you just welcomed them. And I'm like, what did you want him to do, Pete? I guess put him straight on a plane back. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm very close with my grandfather. And I think if at that age I like showed up at his house, he would be like, so happy to see you. Do your parents know that you're here? <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly is pretty much what happened uh, in, in the movie. So yeah. So grandpa's on the phone and- Oh, we I, skipped I, the whole fight. There was a fight at one point on the ski slope. Um, I missed where- it. Yeah, they went skiing. There was a fight. Brett totally attacks Johnny, but then everyone blames Johnny, including the the headmaster who tells Johnny he has to pick between the urchins and the skies and he should pick the right one, which is obviously supposed to be the skies. Mm -hmm. And and that is what spurs the biggest reason for them to leave is that, and, and Sam's moving to Iceland. Sam's moving to Iceland? I totally missed that. Yeah, Sam's moving to Iceland. <laughs> he's My like, goodness. I'm so sick of being cold. And I'm like, Another kid Iceland. moving. Yes, exactly. Because the, the military's moving his dad to Iceland. So that's those you two know what, things though, are why they're leaving. Like, I don't know. I guess as adults now, like, we move and we don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, but, like, I remember, like, being a kid and when you found out that, like, your best friend was moving especially then when communication was so bad yeah. like that was the end of it and um yeah. so I guess it makes sense that it's such a big plays such a big role um because I mean in decoms you're not going to have kids with drugs you're not going to have you know right. uh anything else that you're not gonna have kids get arrested and whatnot so right uh, all right we so we teach Sam to surf um in Hawaii with grandpa grandpa's yeah not sending them back he wants them to decide to go back on his own Pete's really annoyed about this but grandpa's very wise okay I think it's funny that Johnny's original friends from the opening scenes are here and they're like did you hear the report like was the surf report like on a radio station I guess you know, to like <laughs> listen for it I think in That's the morning awesome. and they'd, they'd tell you like where the big waves were on the island yeah I mean how area. else would you find out like maybe the newspaper right. I don't know now you can just Google. right that was what I was thinking was like what I call because I guess the surf report must have sent people out to different areas mm-hmm. and then they'd call them and then they'd announce it and now it's like you can just google it everywhere mm-hmm. and like the, the internet can tell you I just thought yeah. that was funny um and so they teach Sam to surf um they have a there and then uh we're hanging out by the fire with grandpa at night and he tells them you know you've got to just ride the waves wherever you are Meaning you have to deal with the ebbs and flows of life. You have to handle the conflict wherever you are, which I thought was a really great conversation. Um, some some uh, advice I got about childbirth was that you should pretend as you get it because contractions come, right? And then, mm-hmm. they, and then they go. So it is kind of like a wave of contractions sure. as you're in labor. Um, so you should just, when you're in the contraction, like you should imagine that you're a jellyfish in a wave and you're just riding the wave out and there'll be like a break between waves and then there's another wave thank you Chelsea tsunami some weird homeopathic birthing I love stuff. it bro um I kind of liked it I did think about it while I was in labor it labor works. like everyone says is really tough and then you have the baby and you're like oh I love this little baby though <laughs> <laughs> I was like you know like hor- like everything was horrible and I was in pain or like vomiting in my hair and then I get the baby and I'm like oh and then, like, and then you did it again. Behind Amazing. And then, right, exactly. So you do it. But, so, and then of course- so Grandpa's after, very wise. Yes. After the wave conversation, Sam asks if he can go call his dad and um, uh, the boys decide, you know, they should go back. And Grandpa says, I'm coming too. Hey. He and do we get dad. Grandpa on a, on a mountain? We do. Well, we come back. Dad is so annoyed that Grandpa's here again. <laughs> like, just- you guys talk need to, your to work on your relationship. <laughs> yes, you two need to talk. And they do have a nice talk. Um, we, you know, after we get there, we, the next day we're sitting on, or that night, I guess, we're sitting on the porch. Grandpa and um, Johnny are, they're talking about the stars. Johnny goes to bed. 
and grandpa and and pete have a nice conversation where he says where they talk about like grandpa does say there's things i wish i'd done to be a better father mm-hmm. but you know i i'm glad we never made you get back on a surfboard because it wasn't your passion and he's like you need to realize like johnny's passion and pete does it does get some of that it's a really nice breakthrough mm-hmm. in their relationship and then we see Pete look through an old a scrapbook he had of photos of him and his dad when he was younger fishing and things like that um and that was really nice to see it was nice to see his dad reflect on that and think about how I'm being the father I wanted but right. not the father my son wants or needs right now absolutely and yeah. we take yeah we do take grandpa out surfing. grandpa wearing Uggs just wearing <laughs> amazing that passion for fashion that's basically my big note in this because people are wearing a lot of ski jackets the yellow ski jackets they're in a ski gang grandpa's wearing ugg boots amazing and i loved it he knows um, what's up he does so we do we go start we learn grandpa can surfboard amazingly i mean he is snowboard just, snowboard i'm sorry we already know he could surf <laughs> um snowboard he is just catching the natural air. He's ripping it. I guess he'd done it before was the implication. You don't just start doing that. Yeah. I, I mean, or he's just that amazing. Because oh, yeah. I, I do think he was kind of put on that level of like almost being like a supernatural. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like true. I mean, he's got his little wisdom metal, figure. Yeah. Which is the thing. So we're snowboarding. We run into the skiers who are so rude to always. Grandpa. He's like, oh, Gramps, like Brett, where are your parents? what is what is wrong in your life Brett because I you did not just come out like this right you, right you yeah he's just very like rich he's, private uh, private yeah. I'm like school. who treats someone's grandfather like this I would never ever speak to anyone's grandfather like this yeah. um and so they decide they're gonna race and the if Johnny wins everyone can snow anywhere on the mountain and if Brett wins, it stays the way it is. And then grandpa throws in his medal because Brett's like, why would I race? Nothing's going to change. And grandpa's like, the winner gets this. He is wearing his tsunami surf medal underneath his snowboard Amazing. jacket. <laughs> I love it. Just to remind himself who he is. <laughs> and, I am um, Johnny Tsunami. Exactly. And you hear one of the guys be like, whoa, what is that? Like, it's like magic or something. <laughs> like, it had been like glowing. And, um, Brett's like, I'm in, I want this medal. So they agree to do a race the next day. Oh, Brett says, we're on the skiing side. No, no urchins, like no tattoos. I was like, no tattoos. Now you're classist, Brett. You're just, everything about you is terrible. Brett is our first villain because in obviously Cadet Kelly, our main villain was Jennifer Stone. We see mm-hmm. a character arc there. They come to an understanding. Camp Rock's, not Camp Rock, Teen Beach Movies villain was more internal conflict in our main character, Mac, uh, was really man versus self, as well as uh, sure. man versus nature in the fact that we were stuck inside of a movie. Yeah. Um, and less man versus man conflict. But here we really have man versus man conflict in Brett who gets no character arc, just a major jerk the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, we, for sure. No notes. We, <laughs> we <laughs> start our race the next day. Dad, We have a talk with dad uh, that night where dad is just he's more understanding he's like I you know like I support you and I they have a a lovely heart to heart on the stairs um dad says he knew about the race tomorrow and basically that he supports it he supports Johnny and um then the camera pans to the other side where mom and grandpa are sitting on sofas in the living room just directly across from where they were having this conversation I guess we Johnny and dad must have known they were there the whole time, but we as viewers didn't. Did not know they were listening. Right, exactly. And so, uh, but you know, they're happy. And then we go to the race the next day where, and everyone's there. You know, the, the, I mean, mm-hmm. the skiers are there to support Brett. Emily says she's just there. And she apologizes for being not talking to him after her dad told her not to. So that was really nice to see from Emily. Yeah. All the snowboarders show up in Hawaiian shirts, which I thought was super adorable. Yes. And um, oh, Sam has given uh, 
Johnny a matching hat to Sam's hat with the tubes. I don't literally don't know how to describe this hat. It's an amazing hat. (laughs) 10 out of 10, no notes on this hat, man. (laughs) (laughs) There was a point, like, I don't know where, like, when I would go skiing, people would have helmets that had like a mohawk on them. Mm -hmm. And it's like kind of that same vibe. Yes. I think it's supposed to be dreadlockish. Rep- oh, like, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah looking. Yeah. Um, I got it. Yeah. But it's sense. just like felt tubes. I mean, it looks warm. Mm-hmm. It works. Sam Sam rocks it. So, oh, um, during the heart to heart with his dad, Johnny is wearing a Quicksilver sweatshirt. And I was like, honestly, that Quicksilver sweatshirt could, like, you could just wear it today. That could just be in a decom today, that exact Amazing. sweatshirt. Like, and nothing could have changed, partially because the 90s are back and partially because Quicksilver is still a really popular surf. I was thinking about the brand. about the, the 90s being back. I like, I was looking for like Nike sneakers mm-hmm. and the colors were just like so 90s. Like you got like a deep purple and like a neon green. <laughs> yeah, what it's true. This? The 90s are absolutely bad. It's it's super fun, I think. I love fashion. I love changes in fashion. I don't like the micro trends just because it leads to a lot of waste. Like I like to sure. buy clothes I think I'll wear for years to come, especially mm-hmm. when I buy, I mean, as an adult, I like to buy like nicer handbags and stuff. And so sure. I really have to look at them and think, am I going to wear this for 10 years? Um, but I guess Johnny could have kept that, kept that Quicksilver sweatshirt. Cause I, he could. At that, been a and good I investment. said, I could still wear that today. So we're uh, snowboarding. We are going, yeah, all the um, snow borders show up. I'm really messed this up several times. So I'm trying to be careful in their Hawaiian sweatshirts. Uh, grandpa, mom, and dad show up. Pete's even wearing a Hawaiian shirt. So yeah. it's, it shows that he has had some character. Uh, right. He's very, he's, very, very supportive now. Support. I mean, we saw he wasn't at the surfing competition in the beginning because he mm-hmm. had to code. So I guess he took some time off yeah. um, to come show supported this unofficial race. We learned that the guy who runs the ski shop and the guy who runs the snowboarding shop are brothers and they're very they actually played by the same actor which i never <laughs> would have i never would have realized i'm not great at faces yeah so uh, we do learn that they're brothers so we start our race sam was able to come uh even though he's, he's moving to iceland tomorrow so he was able to come to the race today and yeah we start our race there's another montage of raising bread just cheats the yeah. entire way just pushes Johnny down like hits Johnny Brett stop it stop being the absolute like are you worst. really good <laughs> or do well, you just less, cheat mm-hmm. right I right it it was oh and Johnny says good luck but he says um the Hawaiian term for good luck and Brett's like is that a Hawaiian curse word and it's like Brett just be a nice <laughs> He's a person good kid. <laughs> right Johnny's just a nice guy and Brett's it reminded me of so my son likes this nick jr show called blaze and the monster machines and um they do like they'll be like this was structural engineering and they do math and they'll like teach them what like a wedge is and they sing songs about pistons and stuff i learned a lot about engines actually in the show i didn't know what piston was um but there is a character in the show named crusher and his only like attributes my least favorite thing about the show is that he cheats when they race because they're monster machines they're monster mm-hmm. trucks they also race um he cheats in every race he'll literally be like oh, i'm crusher and i love to cheat and i just don't really <laughs> like that as a character he's one of the main characters i don't think that really teaches kids not to cheat like even though every mm-hmm. time he gets like thwarted and he loses or he has to learn about friendship and stuff still in the yeah. next episode he cheats again but i think so, you learn like oh i don't like that right and you you're know? supposed to yeah and then you also learn about like hydraulics or they learn about electricity um and stuff like that but it just reminded me of that just with the fact that he cheated constantly johnny does win the race Mm -hmm. uh so everyone can can snowboard or ski anywhere they want on the mountain amazing because these are the decisions that these 12 year olds get 13 14 year olds get to make integration is here exactly um grandpa gives johnny the medal emily has these adorable rectangular sunglasses on Mm -hmm. 
Uh, she so grandpa gives it to Emily for Emily to put on Johnny and Pete. Pete's like, we're throwing a party and everyone's invited. <laughs> Which shows, so I guess, that he's fun the, now. The relationship with Emily is kind of weird um, because, like, she never really, like, says that she's interested in Johnny. Or you know, Brett. Like it's, she's it's not all... in a romantic relationship with Brett. She's not right. really in a romantic relationship with Johnny, although they do. The, the movie ends as they dance yeah together so i guess that implies that she doesn't seem to have any girlfriends emily get some girlfriends yeah that be my advice to emily um female friendship is so important Good this thanks. is also our first movie with a, a male main protagonist it is yep so that is probably part of it also a little bit of a different dynamic yeah that's true yeah um we learned yes that Oh, his mom had like adorable feathered bangs. I was like, should I get little feathered? There's like 90s wispy little bangs. I was like, should I do that? Bangs are never like, a good idea. Right. And then I was like, mm, probably not. I should, yeah. I don't know. I should maybe sit down for a little bit. Um, <laughs> Drink some water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we get the backstory on the, the ski shop guy, Robbie, and mm-hmm. the surf shop guy, no, the snowboarding shop guy, Randy. Mm-hmm. We get backstory in that their parents divorced when they were young. So Randy went to the public school, Maple Valley, and Robbie went to the private school, Sky. And they're like a real life parrot trap. And so they never speak. And that's bananas. That's it's just kind of nuts that they wrote thing. that whole backstory for like such a minor character. For no reason. Because <sighs> then they're like, next week, we're going to open. And then our dad died. and He split the mountain half and half. And we decided to just do it this way so that we never had to talk to each other but we've decided now because of Johnny to put aside all our differences and next week we're opening like Edison brother mountain fun or whatever they called it and, <laughs> and way to go we, Johnny and I was just like yeah why did we like put a pair like I need a movie about their parent trap origin <laughs> yeah it could be it could be a good one as a parent um if I ever split from my husband I we, we would not just be like let's just you want that one I'll take this and one I'll take and this one and talk just like the ne- never the two shall meet no like yeah. think about it. how many it, it, it is an absolutely bonkers premise I mean even for for parent trap maybe eventually we should do a bonus episode of parent trap because we could rip yeah. that one apart <laughs> so so great. but it's lovely they're reuniting now again thanks Johnny Johnny saves the world we end as Johnny and Emily dance. I would like to say I watched this a lot as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nostalgia factor was definitely oh, high. Yeah. Like it they it said, really was. I have an older brother. So this is one he really liked, one we watched together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we used to always say to each other, we used to always be like, like if someone entered a room, we'd be like, it's Johnny Tsunami, man. And I thought that that was a line in this movie. It's not. I would have liked. Maybe sworn- it's in the sequel. Maybe, maybe it's in the sequel. Be- I mean, Randy at one point is like Johnny Tsunami in my store. So mm-hmm. it's that's kind of where it comes from. But we used to say that a lot to each other. Yeah, and that was not an actual line. Yeah, you know, the, it, what's it was the Mandela effect. Yeah, maybe. It was interesting to me because so this was 1999. Cadet Kelly was mm-hmm. 2003. The nostalgia factor for me was through the roof compared even to Cadet Kelly, um, just because I think that like an end of the nineties, and I mean maybe it was like the technology because yeah, Cadet Kelly had a cell phone, you know, it yes, was it was a flip did. phone, but she had a cell phone. So like the the difference in those four years, um, yeah, Johnny Tsunami was just like it yeah, very much air- like sitting in my scene. living room yeah just the airport scene they walk outside to the car which is parked right out front of the airport right that's not that's not a scene they could ever possibly do anymore because like you already mentioned it's this was a pre-9-11 world you could just park right outside of the airport just walk directly out not a big deal but yeah you were sitting in your living room yeah just sitting on the floor watching johnny tsunami maybe having a capri sun i don't know um you know yeah it just i feel like i watched this movie with my mom for some <laughs> like like I feel like this was like like that time when like kids just really didn't watch television by themselves that much well that's the thing about this is it felt like it was geared to be more of a family 
movie than mm-hmm. a movie. Like when we watched Teen Beach movie, it did not really feel like it was geared towards no. any adults. But there was adult conflict in this and it did feel yeah. like it was written more as a family movie. You're supposed to like sit with your family and watch it. Whereas I do think now there is television that's much more geared towards just just leave your kids alone. Right. Which is like I just said, the show my son watches uh, like no adults, I think are really getting enjoyment out of blazing them up. Yeah. Well, and, and that was, I remember my dad having that criticism when I was watching like Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. He was just like, I hate the show. It's not funny. And like, I was like, this is hilarious. What are you talking about? Um, whereas like, I can see like my dad watching Johnny Tsunami and being like the backstory of the brothers was completely unnecessary and absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> right. You know? Um, so yeah, like I, I do think that's, that's an important difference. Um, you know, whether or not they put layers in for adults or whether it was really only and entirely intended for children. Absolutely. Okay, so let's rate it. I can go first this time, I believe. Sure. How many Disney wand IDs are you going to give this one, Kelsey? I'm Kelsey Bowman, and you're watching Go Big or Go Decom. And I'm drawing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is the noise. Um, Anywho, honestly, I would give it eight. This is my highest rating. Eight. Well, what are we rating it on? Like, am I comparing it to like an Academy Award winning movie or just other DCOMs? Uh, just other DCOMs. Yeah, I'll give it. I mean, so far, I think I rated Cadet Kelly seven and then I rated Teen Beach Movie 6.5. I would probably give it, I would give it an eight. I loved that there was adult eight. conflict in it. Um, I thought it was funny, like the fish out of waterness of Johnny. I do wish Brett had some sort of a character arc. He was so one-dimensional. Um, and I guess I, I wish that Emily had had some female friends. Yeah. But uh, it didn't really pass the Bechdel test, this movie. But Oh, no, it didn't at all. Not at all. Yeah. Um, and just for, for listeners who don't know what the Bechdel test is, it's whether or not there's a conversation between two women um, that is not about a man. And both the women are named characters. And both the women are named characters. And that did not take place at all in this movie. I don't think there's a conversation between two women. In I don't movie. think there is either. Um, so that's a bummer. But I'd, I, I'm still going to stick with an eight. I really, but And then I'm sure the nostalgia factor was a big part of it. I really enjoy, like I said, this yeah. is one that I have memories of watching with both of my siblings. And since mm. I'm the youngest of three, that ends pretty soon after that because my siblings were older nice um so yeah, yeah. what about you i'm actually gonna give this one a six six point five um so okay. a little bit lower i don't know you know there were there were good character arcs um there were good aspects i gotta be honest like as far as holding my attention uh i felt like a goldfish and just <laughs> as with a lot of these movies um so yeah so i i rated teen beach movie i think the highest of the ones that we've watched so far and part of that is probably because i just hadn't seen it before Mm -hmm. um but for this one yeah i don't know it it just it it it, obviously six and a half is good right yes it's good but it just was not my favorite I, I also had felt like watching this, like, oh, I would rewatch this, like, with my son. Mm. And I guess I hadn't felt that way about the other two. Yeah. I think because he would enjoy, I think, you know, it, there is a male lead, and I think my son would really enjoy the surfing aspects of it, because we do yeah. live in Hawaii, so we, like, see surfers. He, like, knows what a surfboard is, mm-hmm. so that probably also influenced my uh, my judgment. But yeah. that's okay, because it's my judgment. That's why. Absolutely. I love it. And Kelsey, what are we watching next episode? Next week is very exciting. We are watching The Naughty Nine, which is a brand new DCOM that is premiering this when next, well, from us recording this by the time this episode releases, it will have released. But um, yeah, so Wednesday, it's Wednesday before Thanksgiving, right? So before it Thanksgiving, it drops on Disney Channel, making it a bona fide DCOM, and it will mm. be on Deep Disney Plus the next day on Thanksgiving Day. So that's exciting. We get to watch the brand new. Christmas and it's Christmas. We're going to get in the Christmas yeah. spirit for it. The Naughty Nine. It's a heist movie. Um, some children who are supposed to be on the naughty list decide they're going to go take their presents back from yeah. Santa. 
yeah I'm excited and I would just say you know we kind of have done a lot of spoiler alerts uh or well we have not done spoiler alerts uh for these episodes because we've mainly been watching movies that are several years old uh Johnny Tsunami is yes 24 years old 24 years old even Teen Beach movie was 10 um so if you don't want to you know have any spoilers watch the movie ahead of time you know, absolutely. We'll say it at Enjoy the beginning this. of the next episode again, but yeah, this one is brand new, less than five years old, so we will say spoiler alert for the next episode, but yeah. available on, on Disney Plus everywhere, internationally, on Thanksgiving Day. It's um, going to be awesome. November All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, you can find us on orgodecom.substack.com, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also watch us on YouTube. All right, anything else? That's it from me. Thanks for listening. And this is Go Big or Go Decom. Yay.